time for Ken and Coquel to decide if they want to stop or go. Red light stop, green light go. Red light stop, green light go. Red stop, green go. Red light, green light, now you know. Red Light, Green Light is driven by Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. All right, Coquel, he reads me what we're discussing, the statements. And Coquel, as always, please go ahead and give us the rules of this so I don't screw them up. Well, Ken, it's a really tough game, but it is sweeping the nation. I had people across the nation talking about Red Light, Green Light all the way in New York. So people are excited that red means stop and green means go. Okay. Uh, so, so Coquel is gonna. He didn't really go through how this game works. Red means stop. Green means go. What do you mean? You need more instruction. Red means you don't like something. Green yeah. means you like. You ever there see buy or sell Ken that everyone else does? <laughs> well, we stole that game and we put it as red yeah. stop green go. I'm just saying. Usually, you're much more succinct and clear about the rules of the game. Follow I the got bit, confused. please. I thought maybe we were doing midterm because I heard that open start playing. But whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, now you're gonna call out Rigotti. How dare That's you? That's right. Deflect, uh-huh. deflect, deflect. I can't wait to have Coquel back in studio tomorrow. Out- outstanding. Uh, all right, Coquel, let's get on with it. All right, Ken. Red light means you disagree. Green mean light. Green light means you agree. Dolphins quarterback <laughs> Tua Tungaviola needs to have a good showing against the Falcons and the Finns week two preseason matchup. I mean, would it be nice? Yeah. Does it need to happen? No, it's a red light. It's it, it, it's listen, he's gonna play the first half. Uh, I think he showed me plenty against the Bears. Everybody wants to focus on the interception. He was just fine before that to downright excellent. Uh, would it? But it would be helpful for my life and my sanity uh, because so many are trying to gnash their teeth and push Tua out of the way and say he's a bust already even though he's nine games into his career and this is his first actual preseason. Like, fine. Yeah, I, it, it would be helpful. I'd really appreciate it if he had a good, solid first half. But with Tua, I, I'm, it's getting to the point where I feel like to the detractors, no matter what he does, it's not going to be enough. So as long as I see consistency from him, if I again see good pocket presence from him, if I again see good tempo from him, then I'm going to be perfectly fine. And I think Tua's beauty now is in the eye of the beholder because he's become so divisive. This is a red light. He doesn't need to have a good showing against the Falcons Saturday night here on ESPN 106.3. I think he does. I think if he throws another dopey pick, it's going to get louder and louder around old Tua. Uh, Well, naturally. Because, again, there are there is an anti-Tua faction that is rooting for him to fail, which is weird, and I don't understand it. Uh, so they're they're hoping that he fails. Again, would it would it calm some of the noise down if he was awesome? Sure. Is it going to change the Dolphins' mind about who's going to be the starter week one? No. So that's why I say red light. All right, Ken. Red light, green light. Umpire Nick Lentz was right for ejecting White Sox pitcher Lance Lynn for throwing his belt in the umpire's direction during a sticky icky check. All right. So this is a big, fat red light because, hey, what was the umpire's name again? That was Nick Lentz. Nick Lentz, get your ass over to the dugout in time to meet Lance Lynn. He shouldn't have to wait for you. Okay. No, he's Lance the umpire. Lynn, he's the player. Okay, and Lance Lynn is significantly more important to baseball than Nick, whatever his face is, the umpire last night. That was, to me, 
That's embarrassing. Lance Lynn's walking off, and the umpires are going to sit there, and he was at the steps of the dugout, and they're going to call him back to check his belt. Uh-uh. Get over there. You have you. Your duty is to be there in time to make sure that you are, are doing this pointless substance check that has been embarrassing throughout baseball from its very beginning. So get over there. Hustle. Let's go, man. You this have a so, job. Oh, so does Lance Lynn, and that's to do what the umpire tells him. Lance he acted been, like a baby. Lance has been through. doing his job. He doesn't have to listen to what the umpire tells him. Yes, oh, he does. The umpire's, that's a, the umpire's, that's a sports work. No, no, he's not a police officer. The umpire is there to call ball strikes and outs, okay? He's not an authority figure. He's not? Where did Lance Lynn go after that interaction? He got ejected. Okay, so it sounds like an authority figure, so he went to jail. He went to clubhouse jail. Lance that's Lynn, where he went. Lance Lynn had every right to be furious that the umpire is holding up the game and he's ruining his He's doing his job. The umpire is doing his no, job. The, umpire, the toddler threw a, the, a the umpire. The umpire didn't do his job because he didn't get there. It was the equivalent of being out of position at a play at the back. He didn't get over there to do his proper due diligence to uphold the mandate of baseball. Lance Lynn had every right to get into the dugout. Sorry, this is a red light. Umpire- and, then, and then to throw your belt like a little baby? It looks like my son throwing his toy when he's mad at me because it's bedtime. All right, that's like, get fine. Get out of here. If this was a Cubs player, you would have a completely different reaction. <laughs> I like the Cubs have anybody with the ability of Lance <laughs> Lynn. That is laughable. Next. There, there we go. Exactly. Ken, Kevin Durant and Steve... Nope, that's not the right writing. Who wrote this question? Kevin, it was me. Kevin Durant and Draymond Green are correct in blaming Coach Steve Kerr and General Manager Bob Myers for the breakup of the Warriors super team. Yeah, that was weak. So what podcast... My question or them blaming him? Oh, what, what podcast was this on again? That's uh, not on the question uh, I wrote, Kevin. Oh, boy. Okay. So they were on, on a, the uh, basketball one. Oh, man. So they were on a podcast together, and uh, they said that the, the tiff that they had, the final year of the Warriors dynasty, that was Steve Curran and Bob Myers' fault. That That's why Kevin Durant left uh, for Brooklyn. I'm going to give that a red light. I don't like that at all. Because the premise is... And I wish we had the audio. I didn't. It's on a new series, Chips. Chips. Okay, gotcha. So the basic premise is, let me just sort of um, cliff notes this. Uh, Draymond Green got into a shouting match with Kevin Durant. It was truly the first internal turmoil uh, that that group had had since Kevin Durant got to Golden State. Kevin Durant said nobody wanted to actually address it afterwards in the locker room. And you remember, it was Draymond Green who got suspended by the team for that. Nothing happened to Kevin Durant, and nobody addressed it. People were too scared, according to Kevin Durant, to bring it up. And he equated it to when Scottie Pippen called out the final play. Uh, Tony Kukoc hit the eventual game winner against the Knicks in the 94 playoffs. Right after it happened, Scottie Pippen got called out in the locker room by people saying that's not cool. And he said that didn't happen with Golden State. Steve Kerr didn't address it. Bob Myers didn't address it other than the suspension of Draymond Green. And that caused more tension. And that's why Kevin Durant left. I think that's wildly unfair. Shouldn't there be a self-policing aspect to players in the locker room? That's why I think this is a red light. Like, where's Steph on this? How come he's not taking blame? Where's Clay on this? How come he doesn't take blame? It's so easy to just throw it on Steve Kerr and Bob Myers. I thought that was petty, unnecessary, and wrong. Or Durant and Draymond, why don't you take some blame for acting like babies yourselves and yeah. fighting with each other? Draymond's the you're ultimate not getting enough baby. Attention. But Draymond and Kevin Durant are the ultimate babies. I'm looking forward to you uh, a burner account ripping me on Twitter after saying that about Kevin Durant after the show. But that's but, so lazy. 
clearly that what happened was they needed a way to get along in the Olympics, and they talked it out, and yep. that was the that was the scapegoat they found. You're exactly right. That was the bond that they found, and that's why they're cool now. If I'm Steve Kerr, when camp gets going for the Warriors, I'm walking up to Draymond and being like, "Bro, really? Are are you being for real?" All right, one more. Multiple high school football games are being canceled across the state of Florida this week due to COVID, including some games locally. Red light, green light. The completion of the 2021 high school football season is in jeopardy. Uh, I'll give that a uh, red light because I think that they're going to find a way to get all these games in. Like we're in this state. If this was another state, I'd say there's a possibility in this state. They're going to do everything they can to get full seasons in. I mean, we lost Westwood for two weeks already. We've lost St. Lucius' opening it's game. It's a mess, man. It is, it is, it's going to be a mess, and there's going to be a lot of rescheduled games. There's going to be some forfeited games. How many games do you need for a season to become official? Is it 10? Or is well, it 10 eight? is your full season. You really just got to oh, play I'm your sorry. All right. you need is your district games. That's really all that truly matters. Okay, so what is that? So like they can get, four, they get five? four, but they're all usually back-to-back. Like I was looking at Port St. Lucie's schedule randomly, and all their district games are in a four-week window, and that was yeah. the first thought that came to my head is if they get COVID during that window, that district is shot. I don't think that the high school football season is going to be derailed because, again, in this state, they won't let it, but... Do I think it's going to be ragged and uh, questionable on a week-to-week basis? Absolutely, but I'm going to give that a red light. All red lights for me today. All no's for me in Grumpy Ken Levicka. Greenway, KOS, Palm Beach, red light, green light. Uh, before we say farewell, this is wildly important, okay? The Girl Scouts of America have unveiled a new cookie. Mm. A new Girl Scout cookie is on the way. It is a brownie caramel cookie. And it just looks awesome. It looks great. But there's one problem. The caramel. Caramel's terrible. Oh, you're terrible. Caramel is not good. It's too sticky. It's too sweet. I don't think it provides much to anything that it's on. And I understand that there are, I understand that there are many pro-caramel factions in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. But I'm not into it. I would take just the brownie cookie, but the caramel... That turns into a no for me. There's no way that it could leapfrog the Thin Mints for me because the caramel is involved. And so I asked on Twitter, what's the best topping on a cookie or ice cream? And the options were caramel, fudge, strawberry, or other. Right now, fudge and caramel Coquel are in a dead heat. A dead heat. I, I go right to the McDonald's ice cream. All right, and I know they're not a necessarily partner to this show, but I, I I enjoy McDonald's ice cream. The caramel sundae instead of the hot fudge, that's the go-to. I mean, it's... You pick like, caramel over I, hot I, fudge? Oh, yeah, I'm licking the cup at the end of that. Get one. out of here. It, Give it, me all of it. To me, this goes to, like, even popcorn tins. You know the, the, the popcorn oh, I the don't touch in a so popcorn good. tin? No, caramel corn's terrible. And why is it not... Why is it caramel corn, but not caramel corn? When do you call it caramel, and when do you call it caramel? Or does nobody call it caramel, and that's just me growing up in the Midwest. That's how <laughs> yeah. I learned it. I, I don't understand. I thought it was, is it caramel corn or caramel corn? I, I say car- caramel. 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 No, I don't you, know. Now you, I'm yeah, confused. See, now just, I'm caramel. No, you, caramel. You can't say it five different times and then say that's what it is. By the way, this cookie looks terrible. 
No, it doesn't. Some, yes, it does. You don't put the caramel in a glob on top. It's got to be spread throughout the cookie oh, like a, like a, a swirl. But it's got to be a swirly early. No, caramel, caramel, sh- I don't like it in Snickers. Snickers would be better without the caramel. There are a number of candy bars that would be better without the caramel. Caramel corn, that's the popcorn oh, I touch so at least in the it's popcorn It's not really popcorn, tin. though. It's like a different candy. Fudge, fudge is awesome. Uh, I like strawberry topping over caramel. Only six oh, percent of the vote, by Why the way. Why would you want fruit? Joshua Williams replies, "Peanut butter is a better topping." It's I'll good take in peanut ice cream. butter. Peanut yeah. butter is good in ice cream. Our buddy from Five Reasons Sports, Alex Dono, says fudge. Uh, I'm with him on that. Robert B wanted to make sure he weighed in with coconut sucks. <laughs> Fair enough. Good job, Robert I, I mean, he's on to something there. He's right, and I uh, also told him great tweet on that. But also, uh, because I have an advanced palate. I want to make sure that I put this out there. Anything with like a sweet cream cheese topping, that's the real stuff too. Girl Scouts, listen to me, all right? I have an important piece of advice in a week where I have given a ton of advice out on this show. If you adjust the brownie cookie, get rid of that trash bag caramel and put on like a cheesecake or a cream cheese topping, now we're talking with ladies. the brownie. Does that work on a cookie though? A cookie that's not a like, cream cheese brownie. Of course it does. Yeah, a cheesecake like brownie and like a freshly baked one, but like a prepackaged boxed one. I don't know if that's gonna fly. I think you gotta factor these things. I in, think Ken. it's gonna fly enough. Sorry, uh, snack master. What uh, they really should just do is get rid of all of them and just call them Thin Mints One, Thin Mints Two, <laughs> Thin Mints Three, and Thin Mints Four. Uh, the the different types of Thin Mints. I like that. Ah, uh, yes, I'll take three boxes of Thin Mints Six, please. Thank <laughs> you. It. Appreciate it. Uh, Cocal, we are anticipating his triumphant return to the Anna John Levine Studios tomorrow. Out of his COVID quarantine for the first time in 12 days how exciting thank you to joe rigatti captain competence thank you for listening thank you for calling he's coquel i'm ken levicka we've been live on espn 106.3 bye-bye